right, welcome into Sports with Balls. Hello. Welcome in. I forgot to have my glasses on. No, How's no. it going? You know, I, I I had to order new contacts and get a re-exam. Speaking of glasses, and uh, it's only been two years, and and my my prescription for glasses is completely different. Oh boy. Two is years? that my age? Completely different. Yeah, I like think that's an age thing. I was about to say I have to go to because I, I have to get contacts constantly, uh, like everybody else does. But I wear dailies, anyways. I have to go to the optometrist every single year to have the same prescription sent to me. It's so annoying. It is. But I I thought you were about to say. Well, speaking of every year, uh, every year there is an opening day in Major League Baseball, and thank God that day is today. Man, uh, we are here in Houston, Texas at Christian's Tailgate. I'm Jeff Michael, joined, uh, not as always, but glad to have my co-host Lauren Leo back with us. What's up, Lauren? Hey, hey, what's going on? You know, this... This wind is about to blow me away today in yeah, Houston. It is It is wild out there. The crowd's wild out there. Houston and is buzzing right now. Houston is buzzing. I couldn't find a, pl- a place to park here. <laughs> but in addition to that, Jeff, speaking of the wind, just for everyone out there, uh, Astros fans, of course, the roof is closed. Well, yeah. The roof is closed for opening day. But that's, you know, that's how they like it. That's how the players want it anyways. I would think so. And uh, last time people were in Minute Maid Park, the Astros won the World Series. That's right. Ah, great, great feeling. Got that monkey off the back, which everybody loves. But yeah, at home. Opening day has begun. Baseball season is in full swing. Uh, We already saw Aaron Judge hit his first swing. His first swing of the season was a home run, home run. Uh, earlier this afternoon. So uh, the is Yankees. Gonna, is he going to get 62 again is no. the question. No, I mean, I think even Roger Maris, after he hit the 61, he I think he followed it up with in the 30s. It's very hard to get even past 40, you I, know, right? I so know uh, we'll see what he does. But he did hit a home run today. The Astros kick off at about, uh, let's say, 35 minutes. It's going to be an incredible game. They will face the Chicago White Sox. And right now the Rangers killing the Phillies. Twins uh, beating the Royals. Mets up 5-3. to three. Hold that lead, please. It's in my parlay. Pirates and Reds tied up. Blue Jays, uh, Cardinals tied up. And then you forgot the rest of the schedule tonight. So excited to have baseball back. And Houston's not only buzzing because of baseball. The Final Four is in this city this weekend starting tomorrow. Saturday. It is. It is. It is. I actually, if you follow me on social media tonight, uh, I'm going straight there to get a sneak peek of the Final Four Fan Fest setup. Um, so if you want to see what that looks like, I will be there later. But that's right. Final really? Four is taking place, and three of those teams have never made an appearance in the Final Four. The only one is Connecticut, uh, which we can get into that a little bit later on. Wish it was our Houston Cougars. You wish it was your Memphis Tigers. Or at yeah. least, you know, Maybe if you're not a fan of the Longhorns, you you wish Texas was still representing um, in the Final Four. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not happening. You have two Florida teams, ironically, <laughs> yeah. representing in Houston's Final Four. But it is what it is. It's a fun time. They have some really, really great lineups for the artists. If you like country music out there, do you know who's performing this weekend? Jay, our producer, Jason, he's like, I am, I am. Where are you? Where are you at this weekend, Jason? House, House of Blues. Blues, Foundation Room, Saturday, Saturday night. night. All right, Jason. Go. All right, we got you. Go see Jason. His band is actually really good. Cover 80s, 80s, 80s. No, no, no. This is your country. This country wow, there you go. Bam, country music. What are y'all going to see? Coming straight at you. <laughs> so, oh, Garth Brooks. Oh, to, originals. We okay. might have to. Oh, originals? Okay. We might have to go check this out. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Saturday? Saturday night? Saturday night. Okay. I think I have a comic and card show to go to. It's free. 
You go to the foundation room, which is an incredible place. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Foundation venue. room is really cool. It's like a loungy feel. If you ever ever been there before, I suggest go. It's like, it feels like an underground kind of place, but it, ironically, it's like what in the third floor. Um, it's a really cool feel out there. Anyways, Final Four is gonna be buzzing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, Jason, Jason be, get Jason, that plug in. This weekend, this weekend's a, a very busy weekend. Before we get off of that, Jason, what's the name of your band? House Tiger. House Tiger. You hear that correctly? House Tiger. That's who Jason is going to be performing with. That's his band, his country band. Yeah. The Memphis Tigers will not be representing the Final Four. Neither will the Houston Cougars, the Texas Longhorns. And look, when you host a, a Final Four in, a, in, a, in any city, you hope that some sort of team from that state goes to the Final Four. Oh, yeah. And there was massive hopes that University of Houston, who was ranked number one in, uh, in the... Three times in the regular season. And, and, and number one going, in, at least for their bracket, going in uh, yep. to, to, the, uh, to the playoffs. Uh, and, man, they, they didn't make it. Now you've got FAU, Florida Atlantic University, versus San Diego State, a nine and a five. First time since 2011, I believe, anything like this happened. And then, on the flip side of that, Miami and a really dominant UConn. Team. Well, the thing it's, is, like, uh, like I was saying, those Florida teams plus San Diego have never been in the Final Four. Yep. Uh, University of Connecticut, they've been, and their last appearance was kind of relevant, 2014. Um, but I believe this is the sixth Final Four for Houston to host, uh, somewhere up there. So that that's pretty cool as far as recognition in H Town. But yeah, you wish one of the Texans teams teams could have done it. And you know what, Jeff? Uh, I was watching the game, the Texas game with Texas people of unfortunately after Houston lost is it was, it was back to back on the same court. And I was talking to a group of people that were literally going to go in and buy a suite. And you know how much each they were going to have to pay for that? 150. <laughs> yeah. Right. More. Oh yeah. 300. Not even 500. close. <laughs> not even close. No, no I meant so, like 500,000, 300,000. Oh, like yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what it's it, it, no, so, yeah, there's a suite of like uh, 21 people, and it was going to range from 1,000 to 1,500 per person. Yeah, so I was, I was right Per there. person. Yeah, I was around there. Of yes. course. Yeah. And so, just saying, you know, having a Texas team in the Final Four in Houston would bring so much more money to the yeah. city because people are here and they would spend it to see their What's well, interesting you say that because, now, look, we all want the power. Look, you love Cinderella teams. Everybody loves the Cinderella teams during March Madness. And it's fun to see that, that, that happen. But when it gets down to the lead eight, and the final four, you do want to see the powerhouses. You want to see those big teams. And especially if you're a hosting city like Houston, you want to see your own team in there. Or, or University of Texas, which has a lot of fans in Houston and the surrounding areas. But they didn't make it. And and speaking of what Lauren was talking about with these ticket prices, do you know right now you can get on and go get a ticket to the Final Four for as low as fifty dollars? Huh. That wow. is insane. Fifty dollars, you can go watch the Final Four. Wow. Because there's no there's no dominant teams in there. You don't have the the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kentuckys, hey, those big big ones. Do you think this was on purpose? For what? Somebody hating on Houston? <laughs> to not be memorable, Final Four in Houston. I, I think these are great teams to watch. But again, in the Sweet 16, fine. Not the Elite Eight, not the Final Four, definitely not the championship game. But either Florida Atlantic, a nine, or San Diego State, a five, is going to be in the championship game on Monday night. I hear you talking about these teams, but I feel like whenever we get to the postseason and the brackets and March Madness, 
rankings don't mean too much. Well, and, and we may differ in opinions on that. Well, this may be the lowest like viewers watched for a final four in a long time. Mm. I, I just, because mm-hmm. look, what who's, who's following Florida Atlantic? That's uh, a really small school. And uh, Boca mean, Raton, as a matter of fact, it's a good underdog story. I mean, it's a good, if you want to view it from that angle, They're but right down the street from my old house. Yay. In Boca, you Florida. In Boca? Well, oh my, my parents, gosh, parents, yeah. you righteous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I, I mean, if you've never been to Boca Raton, are you kidding me? It's beautiful it. out there. Yeah, I love, I love Jupiter. That Jupiter's is like good. my favorite place. It's such a cool place. Fort Lauderdale, so Jupiter, Boca Raton. Oh, I love Florida Lauderdale. Okay, we love we're we're Texans that love Florida. Yeah, just so it. do people in New York. But you could technically have Florida Atlantic number nine versus Miami number five in an all Florida final game on monday night so uh we'll we'll see what happens these games are saturday uh florida atlantic kicks off at 509 versus san diego state and then miami and yukon in the powerhouse game at 749 both of them at nrg stadium in houston texas where we are right now welcome into sports with balls you guys if you're just joining us i am jeff michael she is lauren leal lauren the real deal leal uh, our twitter handles are up right there you guys can uh follow us on the tweet uh oh the clydesdales the Clydesdales, yeah. It's opening Astros day. Game. Opening day. Opening day. They have them out on the field, plus the two World Series trophies and uh, domination. I had uh, you. You would be uh, all about the dogs. Of course, uh, I love animals. Well, I, so I took a picture with the trophy here at Christian's tailgate not right. too long ago. The Houston Astros were here. Uh, I did a show here with them. You were. Uh, you couldn't make that one. You were traveling as usual. So uh, I am excited for opening day of MLB. I put my bets in and looking good so far. Let me check. I think the Mets are still up by two. Yes, they are. Good job, Mets. Um, <laughs> so let's get into this baseball season. Okay. We just we saw the, the World Baseball Classic. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout took over center stage. Shohei Otani really took over the show. Mm-hmm. Um, who, By the way, Otani pitches tonight. It's going to be interesting to see what the Angels do now after – Otani and Trout kind of took over the world for the for the World Baseball Classic and now on the same team. And they I, I don't understand how you have two of the best players in the history of baseball on the same team and you can't even sniff the playoffs. I mean, speaking of pitchers, <laughs> I believe Justin Verlander is already hurt. Yeah, uh, we saw that today. Maybe a month or two long injury uh, for Justin Verlander. Well, our, I mean, does that make you glad he's not here in Houston? You know, I, I posted something on social media about this, and it's interesting because you have some people that absolutely adore Justin Verlander here, and I'm, I'm like, really? Well, yeah, I, because how long like, was he how here? Can you, the thing four, is, like, four or five years. But how can you hate on a guy who got? I mean, did he, so much. He was brought in at the, the end Astros. of 2017 to win the World Series, right. which we did, right? Um, and then the cheating scandal, and so we went back a few times. Obviously, won one last year with him. Uh, I, I think he did great for the organization, but look, the Astros make very, very smart moves. I, I'm not going to say I love the move, but I knew he's 40. Exactly. I knew he had he's, an injury. He's getting older. Yeah. And let's just point out the facts. He was great during the regular season. Every, every postseason, he's choked, oh. whether it be with the <laughs> Astros or not. With Detroit, I mean, you you just look at his history, and he's always had a losing postseason. So yep. it doesn't it it pained me a little bit to see him go, just because it's Verlander, and as great as he was in the regular season, 
it's okay that we let him go because of how I feel about the postseason uh, emotions and him not being so great. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I tend to err on the side of caution when it comes to the Astros because the GMs, and they've had three of them now since 2017, and if somehow they make the right decisions. Everybody was up in arms when George Springer left. Everybody. Oh, we're never uh, going to be the same. Oh, my God. George. Same Springer. with Carlos Correa. Yeah. Then Correa leaves. Everybody's, ah, oh, how are we ever going to replace Carlos Correa? Well, guess what? Jeremy Pena goes off to win the uh, World Series MVP. <laughs> and, and rookie I, of the year. He's a monster. Uh, so I, I just. And I don't see his numbers going down. No, he, he's, he's unbelievable. And, you know. Now you have this Altuve thing where I just came out that Jose Altuve will be gone until June, maybe the end of June. Yep. Was it worth playing the World Baseball Classic? He says yes, but I, wow. Because he wants to represent his country. But I, I say no. I mean, if you look at any other sports and you look at the Pro Bowl and you look at All-Star Weekend, you compare them and you say, yeah, it's a cool thing to see your team's uh, to see your guys represent your country, but at the same time, is it truly worth it? And so I just, you know, it's not worth it in these situations. It's not worth it when a player actually gets injured, which can happen. Um, obviously, we just we just saw it. So what do you think, Jeff? Do you think it's worth it? Yeah, and they, they're going to bring the World Baseball Classic back. Look, uh, it was to grow the game absolutely phenomenal. It was unbelievable to watch 97 point something percent of, of TVs in Japan were tuned in when Otani in that last game. 97 percent of the country, their TVs. That's insane. So that's whenever you see basketball starting to go out over there and baseball starting to come in. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good debate because it's representing your country and you can say the same for MLS. You can say the same for soccer. You know, you have your major league soccer teams here, but then you have your international uh, matches. And do you want your guy representing a country whenever he doesn't, you know, he lives in what we all just say Houston with the dynamo, but I mean, it could be anywhere in the U.S. And then he's representing Venezuela or Brazil or another country and then gets injured over there. And you're like, no, but I wanted him for this. It, it goes across different. Sports. Yeah. What if Shohei Otani would have got hurt? Well, uh, um, I think we'd have. Different looks like feelings. you'd have another losing season <laughs> over there. <laughs> um, all right. So the baseball season is kicking off right now. It kicked off at noon today. It is opening day. Uh, we are here at Houston at Christian's tailgate. You guys come uh, have some drinks and enjoy the game here. Are there other four locations here in Houston, Texans? If not, thank you guys for listening. Whoever's tuning I think you in. just said Houston Texans. Uh, Houston, Texas. We will take a. We are Texans. Uh, we'll get to football in a little bit. Oh, I got some <laughs> Lamar stuff. Wow. Uh, this show is also brought also brought to you by Diamond Auto Spawn's elite detailing company that offers best quality work and customer service. They specialize in detailing, paint corrections, ceramic coatings, paint protection film, vinyl wraps, and window tinting. We don't cut corners. We detail them. My boy Austin Bauer is over there. Go visit him or call 346-319-5961 or go to info at diamondautospa.com or www.diamondautospa.com. All right, so I got to ask you, Lauren, did you watch any baseball yet today? And what are your thoughts on the rule changes? So, no, Astros is going to be the first game that I'm going to okay. be able to watch. Uh, it's been a very, very hectic day, but the rule changes. Okay. Let's so, start with the number one. Let's start with the pitch clock because that's what everybody's screaming about. Okay. It is. It is. Because it's a big deal, right? It, it, it 
the goal is for the pitch clock is to speed up the game, you know, for all these millennials that don't like the original length of the game and, you know, how long it can be if you go into extra innings, right? So, yes, I totally see the positive, the positivity that can come out of the pitch sure. clock. Um, the negative side effects is what I'm questioning is how all these pitchers are going to transition over time. I think that this is going to, if, if this is here to stay, then over time pitchers are going to get used to trying to pitch in the pitch clock, uh, and being used to getting into their routine of whatever their pitch is. But I think that it could be very dangerous in regards to your team and how this pitcher is going to assemble his pitches because we know each one has their own way of getting into their, I don't know, regimen, their pre-pitch regimen. So I just think it might, I don't know, it might de does that decrease the value of their pitches is what, I, is what I'm trying to in a roundabout say because they're being sped up. So it's definitely strategy. There's a different strategy. Right, it, right. It, there's going to, it's going to take time for every team pitcher batter to get used to all this stuff. But the average nine inning game is now two hours and 34 minutes as opposed to three hours and three minutes, so almost exactly 30 minutes shorter. The 1.2 pitch, yes. <laughs> pitch clock violations per game. Now this is in the spring training. I saw three of them today already. So it's 1.2 pitch clock violations per game. Um, this is the most, this is the craziest stat. And I, I love this. And I, people, I'm a realist and truest. Uh, uh, I, I love Traditional. old traditionalist when it comes to baseball. Right. But 792 stolen bases across uh, MLB and spring training. That's 500 more than last year. S stolen bases are going to be nuts. And you talk about scoring. You can't do the shift. Now the field looks different to the batters especially left-handers. There's not seven people on one side of the field to left-handers, right? So And you have to stay in the dirt. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I Look, everybody knocks things until it, it gets going, and then they're like, oh, that's a great idea. I don't know if Rob Manfred, I don't know if this is going to be something that hangs on to his legacy for a long time. I don't know if it's going to make or break him. I don't know where this is eventually going to go. I think the pitch clock is a little quick. I think it should have been a little bit longer, maybe a few seconds even uh, even so. But I saw a video today. What's the exact seconds? I think it's 16 seconds for the pitcher to pitch, and it's eight or nine seconds for the batter to be in the box and ready. Has to be batter, has to be ready to hit. So, I mean, it affects both sides. Yeah, it's, I mean, you, the batter has to be ready, the pitcher has to, be, has to pitch. And I saw something today where they had, there was one pitch compared to two completed bats and two outs as of last year. Last year, it was it was one pitch. Wow. And <laughs> compared wow. to, that's how much time it took for one pitch as opposed to this year, there were already two outs and two full at bats. I want to know what you guys think out there that are watching us and aren't watching baseball, ironically. But you can do both. Have us on both screens. Yep. Have us on your computer or phone, and then you can watch uh, the games as well. 
What do you think? Do you like the pitch clock? Do you not like it? What are your reasons why? Let us know in the comments right now, please, on Sports with Balls. Yep, here we are. And by the way, if you don't, if you didn't catch the show or watching it now and missed a little bit of it, it is on every single podcast arena out there. So just go type in Sports with Balls wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, iTunes, Alexa. Google, Amazon, we're on every one of them. Just uh, go type in sports with balls. Keep naming them. I like it. This is Keep dropping this it. is show two oh four. It sounded like you were gonna say this is show Tani. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good name for him, Show Tani. Show Tani. There you go. Maybe we maybe we just uh, started something. Show Tani. Um, yeah, this is episode two oh four. So go catch us on all the shows. Uh we'll it'll be, be up on every one of them. And uh yeah. There you we'll go. Be there. All right. The Astros are getting called out right now. They're doing their lineups before they have the national anthem. You know who is all at Minute Maid Park right now? You have Megan the Stallion that is singing the national anthem. You have Mark Wahlberg who is saying play ball. And you also have Cody Johnson. Wait, maybe I got that wrong. Cody Johnson and Megan the Stallion. Who's singing the national anthem? I don't know, but they're all I there. I know Megan's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's rapping. I can tell she's you that she is not singing the national anthem. You know she's from Pearland. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why she's there. It's such an eclectic group of people, right? Country star, hip hop artist, and one of the biggest movie stars out there. I, I I, I'm, I'm assuming he's shooting a movie here. Mark Wahlberg's <gasps> not from here, but it, it uh, the why. other two are. I know Cody Johnson's from Texas. I bet uh, that I could meet Mark Wahlberg tomorrow. Go for it. Well, because he's good friends with Lou Savarese, who you know, and I did. I ran into Lou. Did you? Tell me why he was bouncing the B&B Butcherston at the Houston Rodeo. So, well, he, okay, so. <laughs> I walked up, and I, like, so with some of my girlfriends after the show, we're like, oh, let's go see what it's like in there. And Whoa. it was the last night. It was the last night of Rodeo. And um, so it was Luke Bryan. And we go into this tent, and I go, Lou, he's literally sitting on the steps that goes up yeah. into the B&B Butcherston. It's like, hey, sweetheart, how's it going? You know, gives a little hug, and then we all go inside. Why was he at B&B Butchers? So he works for B&B Butchers now. He's sort of like a host. If you've ever seen Rocky and how Rocky kind of walks around, I think it's Rocky Five uh, or no, where, I where he walks Explain. around. Explain. Explain. <laughs> so, I need this explanation. So Sylvester Slow Rocky opens up a restaurant. And he walks over to the tables and tells stories. He's the host of the whole restaurant. Okay. like, And that's sort of what Lou does. Lou Savarese, who's fought Mike Tyson, George Foreman, Evander Holyfield. He's been in some battles. Big name. Yeah. So uh, he he works for a, a person that owns a bunch of restaurants here in Houston. It's really, really nice restaurants. Uh, B&B Butchers being one of them. But he also owns an Italian restaurant and a few others. So Lou has partnered with him. And he, now he's a host, and he walks around the tables telling stories. Which, if you've ever, if you ever get a chance That's to talk to so Lou, cool. who we might, I, I, I don't want to tell what we're doing yet, but uh, it, Lou is an incredible storyteller. He is, he fantastic. is because he has a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah, he is to one. tell the stories. He is interesting to talk to. But what he was doing was there because I had lunch with him the other day, and he actually told me this story. The cops were bouncing right. So there's officers at the front door, or they're supposed to be at the rodeo. These are rodeo. These are tents. Yeah, by there the way, were. Guys. There were. All right, so the cops told him, we're not doing anything until we see you throw one punch. No. Yeah, they wanted to see Lou because there were some people. Look, there's a lot of drinking that goes on. They wanted to see Lou throw one punch, right? <laughs> Heavyweight champion of the world, Lou Savarese. They were like, we're not, we're not touching anybody until you throw a punch. And so he was started to bounce. Uh, and They actually did have to throw a few people out, but Lou never took a swing, swung at anybody. Oh, my uh, gosh. But the thing is, I can – Wow, I'm glad you told me that because I can envision Lou just walking around, not only telling good stories to people, making sure everybody is having a good time at their dinner, enjoying yeah. their meals, but, dude, if you are a 
some sort of criminal eating in this restaurant, you better straighten up real quick. Yeah. And you see Lou walking around the corner. Yeah, Lou's he's a, street- a big guy. He's he is. And he's a street fighter. Oh, the, oh, <laughs> the pennant reveal. World Series 19. Well, I'm sorry. 2022 19? World Series. I don't know why. What is that it. about? I think there was nobody's Aww. jersey number 19. 2022 uh, World Series champion Houston Astros. Their the uh, pennant is now revealed, and there's no asterisk. The thumb. Oh, Altuve showing, Altuve a, showing the cast. thumb. They're in their gold jerseys that they just received. I, I don't know about you, but I follow all of them on social media. So all of them like posted yeah. their own social media little reels about opening up their boxes with their gold jerseys and hats and all the stuff that goes along with it. Good for them. Yeah, I'm excited to see the Astros this season and see if they can get back to another World Series. Uh, uh, just be unbelievable. Can be- can they do it at the start of the season without Altuve is the question. You know, Astros always find a way to plug and play. And they, who knows? They might find another superstar. You just don't know. And I true, was true. Look, I don't want Altuve to get hurt. Not at all. Never wanted him to get hurt. Altuve is one of the, if not the leader in the locker in the locker room, clubhouse, dugout, whichever way you want to put it in baseball. He's the leader. He's the, he's the emotional, spiritual leader for all those guys. He's the elder veteran in there, and it's full of a, a bunch of young guys. Now, Altuve struggled in the playoffs last year. Bad. We saw, I think at one point it was 0 for 28. It was really, really bad for Altuve. We're going to eventually have to get another second baseman. So I would think that this is tryouts. I don't know how many. I don't know how long Altuve has. I, I don't know how how many years he has left in him. But uh, look, well, yeah. we got to get. We're not going to have Altuve for that much long. I say we because if you know me, I am a massive Astros fan. Even though this is a national show and we talk about all the sports, but when it comes to baseball, I'm massive Astros fan. Sorry, I'm wearing my Astros. I got Astros shoes on. Shoes. Wow. All right. It went all out. And I was going to say that too. Like we've seen it through the past, no matter who the GM is, they're going to make the smartest move with the, the most money that they can have. However, to my understanding, Jose Altuve is under contract for quite some yeah, time, right? I think it's three, three more years. Yeah. So he's, he's got his time in Houston. Um, but I will say they are going to make moves to make it happen and bring someone up within the farm system. There are so many great options. Uh, don't ask me right now about who could fill the shoes at the moment. because yeah, I, I haven't done my research, but I know that in the past we've had every slot filled and our pretty, yeah. our farm system's pretty dang good. So, uh, I don't have any doubt that we would have to fill a shoe if we have to fill a shoes, like which we are right now. Um, that don't want to take too long. Well, let's run down the MLB, and I'm going to ask Lauren here who she thinks uh, is going to win each uh, each division. All right, we'll go down AL and NL like we do every year. It is opening day. Yeah. yeah. Well, usually we have a baseball special, right? And then we yeah. do it every year. You're right. You're right. Um, we, we weren't this able, is, this it, is our I baseball guess. special, I guess. Right. So here we go. All American right. League. East, uh, Tampa Bay, Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, Red Sox. I got to tell you, the American League East is stacked. The Blue Jays are really good. This kid, Ras, uh, let me, I got to, let me get this kid's name right. He is fantastic. Uh, Ruchman, Ruchman, Aldi, Adley, I'm sorry, Adley Ruchman. Uh, unbelievable kid for Baltimore. Gotta be German. He had five hits and a home run today. <laughs> Unbelievable! He is really good. The Baltimore Who Orioles. They play? Uh, the Orioles played. Why'd you just ask me that? I just clicked on it. Uh-huh. I thought you were saying he was at the Tampa Bay Rays. No, Baltimore Orioles. They oh. played Boston in a, in a great game. It was ten to nine. 
Absolute fantastic game. So uh, Baltimore Orioles, Toronto Blue Jays, New York Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays, who are always kind of, they're stingy. They don't go away. And then the Boston Red Sox, who aren't really supposed to do anything this year. Who's going to win the American League East? Mm, uh, I think I'll, I'll go Rays. Whoa, Rays. Wow. Uh, Garrett Cole, by the way, today had 11 strikeouts. Wow. He had six well, in the first I just two. feel like what you said a minute ago. Is that Jim Nance? What you said a minute ago about, uh, I forgot which team it was that you said. Baltimore. Well, I just feel like New that they always seem to hold on, but they they never can get there. I feel like that's the New York Yankees. Otherwise, I would have said them as well. Yeah, uh, the Yankees. It's all about their pitching. We know that their offense is going to be pretty good. It's just if their pitchers can hold up. Uh, Garrett Cole kind of faltered, but uh, look, I'm all for a, a Yankees Astros series again. Uh, who isn't? <laughs> oh, absolutely love that. That's all right. MLB loves American League Central, Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Guardians, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, and Detroit Tigers. Let's start at the bottom. Detroit and Kansas City. I think they're just they're going to stay there. Yeah, same, I, I, same. I don't think that those teams are going to make much. They're, they're uh look at Megan Lee Stallion. Oh, anyways, all right. Uh, oh my god. So my friend, she's doing the first pitch. That was that's what she's doing. Okay, so why is there number two two two? I don't get it. Um, that must be something that she prefers and likes. I was gonna say a minute ago, sh my friend, she was in my friend's class in high school. Really? Yes. There you go. Megan the Stallion. And she I, I said can't, she wasn't anything like that. I'm not going to lie. I can't name one song. She said she wasn't anything like that. Oh, I bet not. I think it's like the Hot Girl Summer or something, but I don't even know what that is. Oh, she sings that WAP song. That's no, how that's, that's what Cardi B. Oh, that's Cardi B. See, I, there you go. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyways, all right, back to <laughs> back to the American League Central. Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals, I think, will stay at the bottom. It's a three-horse race with the Twins. Guardians, who are really good. As Chicago White Sox, I, I, I just I, the Astros are playing them right now, and I don't think Chicago White Sox are that good. <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna, I say it's a two horse race. The Minnesota Twins, who locked up Carlos Correa after a wild, wild ride in the offseason for Correa, no doubt, gonna be a giant, gonna be a Met, second baby, second. <laughs> now he goes back to the Minnesota Twins. Where uh, they won today, they're one and zero. I think it's the, the Twins and Guardians. So who you got? Oh, I you know I was I'm thinking it's gonna be the Guardians. Wow! All right, Guardians, man, American League East Rays, Central Guardians. Uh, this may be a really dumb question. No, who are you saying for the Central? Uh, I'm gonna Sox? go with the Twins. Twins. I, I think the Twins are pretty good. Okay, uh, they just won. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Guardians. Ah, uh, all right. Jason says uh, Guardians. Jason. Jason says right. Guardians too. All right, uh, the American League West, where our Houston Astros are in. Of course, uh, I picked them to win, but let's just let's go for second, <laughs> just because uh, we're here. Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners, Oakland A's. Why do you say second? Uh, they're they're going to be the bottom of the barrel. But Los Angeles Angels, I expect them to make quite the jump this year. I think that Otani and Trout, after that uh, World Baseball Classic, I think that that team will come together a little bit. They got a new manager from last year, new GM. As long as they have other players step up to yeah. the plate. But the know? Mariners are good. can't just be those two guys. The Rangers signed DeGrom, uh, who, by the way, I think he got the W today, but he didn't have a good outing. Jacob DeGrom did not look good today for the Rangers. But he, he goes up. He's back and forth. Yeah. He, 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 really can be, he can be absolutely unbelievable, and then he can also do what he did today. But the Rangers, Mariners, and Angels all look good. But I'm going to say 
that the Angels finish second below the Astros and actually stay up there for a little bit. I, I think the Angels may be pretty good this because year. Because of show. Hey, Otani. What if this kid wins the MVP and the Cy Young? Okay. I think he's already past Babe Ruth. If he does another two seasons, look, Babe Ruth pitched and he pitched in a bat only two years. That was it. Shohei Otani's already done it three. See, everybody thinks that Babe Ruth did that his entire career. He only did that for two years. Otani's already done it for three, and it's not like he's getting any worse. He's he's making the most money in baseball this year, which is good for him. He's making sixty something million dollars this year with endorsements and everything. I mean, the guy is a, he's an absolute stud. If he continues what he's doing, he may end up being the best baseball player we've ever seen. That's wild. You think he's the best baseball player we've ever seen? If he keeps doing what he's doing, you think two way player? Uh, two way wow. player. But that exceeds like. I know you're not a we're not Yankees fans, but like that exceeds like the home runs last year by uh, yeah. Imagine if Aaron Judge could pitch. Aaron Judge. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the things that but he's the, doing. Like the defensive play too that you see from our freaking. Uh, this guy can literally go out there and throw, uh, throw top. a throw a two hitter and allow one run and go out there and hit two home. He can win a game by himself. He doesn't need anybody else. That's crazy. <laughs> It is crazy. <laughs> it's very wild. impressive. That's wild. It's impressive. I just I just don't put that together as far yeah. as being like the best. I, I just don't. We'll see. We'll see how the uh we'll see how the Angels end up doing, but I do see them getting a lot better this year. So I see them finishing behind the Houston Astros in the American League West. On to the National League. Let's start with the National League East, where you have the Mets, Braves, Phillies, Marlins, and Nationals. Washington Nationals, let's just say it. They're going to be the bottom of the barrel. That's it. Like, I don't see them getting any better. Philadelphia Phillies already lost their first baseman. Uh, unfortunately, Reese Hoskins uh, had a, a knee injury in preseason. Uh, so he will be out this entire year. But the Mets and Braves and Marlins are left. I'm going to say the Mets. The Mets end up winning the NL East. They had a good year last year. I, well, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go Braves because the Mets lost DeGrom. I was going to say, are are the Braves going to make a comeback? I mean, look, they were in the World Series two years ago. Two so, years ago. Yeah. They, they're, they're always there. Always. So who you got? NL East. I'll go... I'll go Braves. I'll go Braves. I was leaning towards Mets. I'll go Braves. Atlanta Braves. Both of us picked the Braves. The NL Central, where the Houston Astros used to be. Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati Reds, and the Milwaukee Brewers. Bottom of the barrel in this division is the Cincinnati Reds. Unfortunately, I don't think they got any better. The Pirates, who played great baseball second half of the season last year, will be better. Cardinals are a really, really good baseball team. Chicago Cubs, I, they don't have it together yet. Uh, but the Brewers are really good. I, it's it's a three-way, in my opinion, it's a three-way horse right here between the Brewers, Pirates, and Cardinals. Well, in general, I will have more insight as the season goes on. Yeah, it yeah. is opening day. Yeah. And I don't have too much background on these teams at the moment. Um, but we do have Andrew in the house, and he's a Mets fan. Of course, Andrew, uh -oh. I know you're from up there, so of course you're going to go New York Mets um, as far as the last division goes in in the uh, NL East, but as far okay, just pick one. Ah, you're generally pretty throw, good at I'll this. I'll throw one out there. I'm go. I'll, I'm gonna shock you and say the Cubs. 
Wow. <laughs> Thomas Quinlan, who watches the show all the time, will really be happy. All right. You're welcome, Thomas. And You're in welcome. the most competitive division in baseball, other than, well, in the NL, the AL is the East, the NL is the West, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, Padres, Dodgers, Giants are all in the West. Arizona, they got a lot better. The Arizona Diamondbacks got a lot better. They will make some noise this year. The Rockies, unfortunately, will be the Rockies. And then you have the three-headed monster of the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Giants. Now, the Giants were just killed today, I know, by the New York yep. uh, Yankees. So, however, the Giants are always in the talk, too, or at least they have been in the most recent years. Yep. So, uh, Jeff, who do you got on this one? I say the Dodgers. I feel so bad for the Diamondbacks and the Rockies in this. Well, no, I, look, yeah, you got to face those three teams a lot. Like, uh, but I, the Diamondbacks got, Diamondbacks got a lot better. I, I feel a fall from grace from the Dodgers. I, I think that they're finally going to kind of see a little bit of step back. They had a lot of injuries last year. They lost a couple of players this past uh, in the offseason. So I think the Dodgers kind of take a step back. And I, I, I like the Padres. I, I do. We all know Tatis Jr. is suspended for the first, I think, 42 games, something like that. But that lineup is ridiculous. And they they added Xander Bogart. Speaking Woo! of being suspended, you had this on the notes, Jeff, about PEDs and baseball, but all other sports. Yeah. Do you want well, to? I, it's because, okay, so I'll end up. Well, let's just get through this. The West, I say the Padres, who you got? I mean, I've Padres, Dodgers, or Giants. Giants? Giants? Oh, wow. Soccer there you Giants. go. <clears throat> Lauren's usually right on this stuff. Well, so I, I put PEDs on there. So Tati's Jr., remember that debacle? He said it was some hair lotion. Then he said it was something else. And then his hair dad lotion. Came out First off, hair it. lotion is shampoo. Hair, shampoo, regrow shampoo. But you're right. And then, and then it was like the hairdresser, the way that they yeah. cut his hair or something like that. Something weird. It, it was weird. And then but, his dad got involved. Yeah. If you if if somebody mentions steroids in sports, what's your immediate reaction? Baseball. Yeah. You immediately go to Mark McGuire. That's like where your brain just goes. Beep, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, Sammy Sosa, Alex Rodriguez. Sadly, uh, Roger that's that's Cornelius. where that's what yeah. happened. You don't ever associate drugs or PEDs, which are performance enhancing drugs, to football. I do all the time. But I just in conversations I have with people that just never ever happens. And there was a guy that went on Jim Rome the other day and said that he used to shroom and take Adderall right before games. Oh, I mean, and it's called microdosing. Look, I don't know what it is. I've never done mushrooms, and I know a lot of you are going to comment. You should. I get it. <laughs> oh my God, you haven't. I'm like, what? No, why? That just never crossed my mind. Here. Why would that be the response? Oh, it cleans up your brain. A lot of Aaron Rodgers people out there. What? Just saying. Um. Okay. So what I'm talking about is there's a guy that went on, and uh, I had his name down here. Let me see if I can find it again. But uh, you guys know what I'm talking about if you follow the sports and whatever. Well, but he, he I, takes Adderall and shrooms before games, and then he says that a bunch of his people that he knows, friends, they all take Adderall. And, and we saw that Hopkins was so-called suspended for Adderall from the Houston Texans. All right, then he got traded. But in my opinion, that all had to do because Hopkins was involved with Watson with that I whole situation. I thought it wasn't Adderall. I thought it was like weed related, something that was like it laced inside of the weed and it wasn't Adderall. I'm pretty sure that it ended up. Be, well, let's just I, I'm pretty sure it was Adderall. But my point is, it's a performance like in baseball that it's it's illegal, right? And baseball, if they catch you with Adderall or, or anything, well, so bam. But football. They don't, they don't. Okay. So they test for PEDs, but don't test for HGH, which is human growth hormone. 
Well, here's, that's weird. Here's how I talked about it. Here's how I thought about this. Cause like I think about football all the time because of how injured there are. And I don't, I'm not thinking about drugs that will enhance your mind, like Adderall and things like that. And you know, your, your blood flow, but I think about like the shots they get in their knees and different things like this to enhance their performance and how fast that their muscles can heal or what they're putting in their muscles so that'll be be you know lasting throughout the game. That's so, what I'm thinking about. So here was why I brought this up too, because you never ever ever associate steroids or PEDs with basketball. Ever. But no. it's now it's now being right. now, oh, it's it's now Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark saying play ball at the Astros game is just all kinds of awkward. You know, he lives, you know, he lives Isn't in Arizona Jim Nance now. in town. He went to U of H. He's calling the final four. Get on uh, Jim Nance. Like, why is Marky Mark? He's not from here. He's from Boston. Yeah, I know. What he, the? Uh, he now lives in Arizona, I believe. Uh, is, uh, are people going to, are people going to hate in Boston? Are they going to You know why him? he's here, right? He's friends with Alex Bregman. And he birthday. might be, he might be an investor in Breggy Bomb. I really don't know. Well, it's Bregman. But, it's, uh, I know it's Bregman's birthday. So shout out to Alex for his birthday. But uh, that's just weird, right? He's from Boston. He's a massive, that's massive known Red Sox fan. And the Red Sox hate the Astros. But here's here's Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, throw, uh, saying play ball. Hey, Kevin uh, Anthony, yeah. ready to rain. I love it. Let's go Astros. Yeah, the first pitch right now. Uh, absolutely love it. So We've been talking about it. So the Astros had 214 home runs last season. Can they do it again this season? And specifically without Altuve and in until what? June, almost July. Yeah, late June. Uh, that's what it's looking like right now. Uh, it, I don't. I don't think they're going to rush him back. The Astros are stacked. Um, I, I don't think they're going to miss him that much. And we'll see what happens at second base. I'm sure they're going to have a couple of guys try try out there and uh, see if those guys can have some productivity. But the Astros are stacked. Their pitching staff. They have the number one bullpen and the number one offense in the league. So you know, here we go. First pitch from Fromber Valdez. Go Astros for the 2023 and I believe season. 214 home runs is what the third or fourth best in all of baseball and second best in the American. So I'm pretty sure Jordan's out of the lineup tonight. Uh, he'll be back. And is he out of the lineup or is he playing? Uh, I think he's playing. I'll have to check that out. But what I was talking about with basketball is you've got a lot of um, people Steroids. speculating about. LeBron James mm -hmm. and his what is called plasma treatment. Now, this is sort of I don't look, I, I haven't done my research on the exact stuff that it is. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it, are it they heals you, it heals you quicker. It's like cell rejuvenation stuff, right? So is that yeah, performance enhancing? And apparently, because it's illegal in the United States. Apparently. All right. So you go to these and and LeBron is in the three hole. Uh LeBron flies to these other countries to go get this plasma treatment done. Is that a, is is that because LeBron's huge? Is that steroids? So now are we trying to redefine and justify steroids? Well, in basket, like if you if, and I'm not asking you as like a, a dumb witted question. I'm like, is this what that's going to lead? To? Yeah, I don't know because if it, if it's something that allows you to heal quicker, is and he's gaining an advantage. Yeah. I, I I don't know exactly how this stuff works, but I know it helps you heal quicker. Uh, I know that it, it enhances your ability. Like uh, I, I don't know if Tom Brady did this stuff because we haven't seen how Tom do it, but is this going to allow these guys to start playing like LeBron, play later on because they heal quicker, like Tom Brady, play massively into his 40s, a, a contact sport like football? That's just insane. 
uh, and and guys like LeBron where their ankles and knees and stuff hold up way longer. I, I don't know. Is that considered drugs? Because if you were taking a substance somewhat like that in baseball, you would be banned. You're right. 100 percent if you were flying to another country to go get if altuve went to costa rica to go get plasma treatment for his thumb uh he'd be suspended if they suspend you for shampoo uh they're gonna do it for that and it's just it's weird that uh yeah they're gonna suspend you for shampoo they do that's what tati said so you know i just there's different rules for different sports and i just suspended for his multiple stories i wonder if like just golf like these golfers are huge now these guys are driving at 400 yards i saw uh, roy mcelroy almost put it in a hole uh that was 400 yards away the other day that's just ridiculous are they is that steroids do you like do you like it that these guys can play later on and later on and like lebron if lebron says he's coming back next year are you okay with that can you see Kevin Anthony's comment just really quick? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll, look, and I'll, I'll jump on the bandwagon real quick with, with Kevin Anthony's comment. Uh, if you guys, if you haven't commented or don't know, you can comment on the show on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, wherever you guys want. Uh, you can comment live, and we'll try to get to it when we can. I, What's Le- up, Kevin? LeBron hasn't been playing basketball for weeks, months now because of an injury. He comes back, and all of a sudden, it's absolutely everywhere about the Lakers, and I couldn't be more exhausted of it it was i heard it on the way here oh lebron played great last night the lakers are terrible they're a terrible basketball team austin reeves is their like number one player get out of here dirt. that's shocking and then like so uh, yeah LeBron, like lebron's back so what like i i just i'm done with lebron leave the league and i'm sorry the guy has been great just i'm done He's the commissioner, it. you know that. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing is, too, it's also his name in L.A. and all the other things that he's been able to do. So while the team isn't playing well, guess what? They're selling merchandise because of his history. Yeah. So that's that's a total Jerry Jones move. You know, <laughs> they're making money off of his jerseys, his bobbleheads, his everything. It's LeBron. People still envision him to be better than MJ, which is total bs speaking yeah i don't think uh, look there's another movie coming out about michael jordan and the nike brand called air, air. i cannot wait I to see this thing had i had a sneak preview tonight <gasps> at seven they are doing one and i had a deal but of course i'm here what oh it's my you know what thank you lauren I appreciate you being here instead of going to see. I wanted air. to be here rather than there. That's good. You'll I'll get... go watch it on my own time. I'll spend a couple bucks to go see it. I, I'm I'm excited to see it. Matt Damon obviously playing. All uh, right, Astros in the first inning. Yeah, <coughs> first well, first first half, half inning. Half in the inning. Astros will Top be up to bat. By the way, I think the Mets ended up winning. Let me run down the scores from today's opening day games. The uh, Atlanta Braves beat the Washington Nationals uh, seven to two. Yankees up. They zipped the Giants five to zero behind Garrett Cole's eleven strikeouts on opening day. <clears throat> Orioles beat the Red Sox ten to nine in a crazy game. Twenty six hits in that game. And I don't. This is why offense isn't going to struggle. <laughs> uh, Cubs blanked the Brewers four to zero. Tigers get blanked by the Rays four to zero. Rangers and Phillies score eighteen in a 12 to uh, ten hit game. And uh, Rangers score 11, Phillies at 7. Twins up on the Royals. Well, they beat them 2-0. to zero. Mets won 5-3. And the Pirates edge out the Reds 5-4. to four. And, of course, right now you've got the Astros going at it. 
The Blue Jays are currently beating the Cardinals in a great game. It's 8-7 to seven right now. There's 30 hits in that game. The, the, the Blue Jays have 17 hits. I wonder, so if I go down this list, I'm, I'm just thinking about the rule change, the extra bases, I mean, the larger I'm bases. I'm literally looking at that right now as you're talking, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the batting average last year. It was the lowest it's ever been since 1968. That's, that's, that speaks volumes. Yeah. It was 243 in 2022. So today. So they want to block out all those singles. Let's see. You had, here's, you had 14 hits in one game, 13 hits in one game, 12 hits, 22 hits, 12 hits, 10 hits, 26 hits. Uh, 20 hits, 30 hits, and that game's not even done. If the if the, if Major League Baseball was gearing towards more offense, they got it. Like if you put if you pick the overs today, oh, that's uh, what they wow. want. That's exactly what they want. And these are all the aces from these teams that are starting. Mm-hmm. Every like every pitching matchup today was phenomenal, and you still got 10 to nine games, eight to seven games, uh, 11 to seven, five to three, five to four. So it looks like the pitching clock is good for batters, but what about for pitchers? <laughs> yeah, well, I think the uh, well, so it's been a pitching game for a while, right? So the pitchers had the advantage, mm-hmm. and I think that this is why baseball was trying to get the hitters a little because, like you said, the lowest since when? 1968. Lowest batting average since 1968. That's not fun. I don't want to go to a three and a half hour ball game with no offense. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be three and a half hours, I want to see some offense. Um, can, can, I, I'm sorry, Jason, soccer, soccer. That's how I feel. No goalie, <laughs> no scores. Lord, sorry, Jason. <laughs> no scores. I mean, you can sit throughout an entire duration of a soccer game and it just be a draw zero. Uh, yeah, there, look, there's a, okay. So I've had it explained to me in a few times about this, about how it's, it's, Soccer games are different because the atmosphere in the game is wild. Look, I like, love the they, atmosphere of a soccer game. They're going nuts. I love the bands playing the whole time. Oh, yeah. And then you have the other side that are, gosh, you hate to be on the field because this happened to me last year. People are throwing things like it's an international game. Uh, at least it was here in Houston whenever Houston played Dallas. So that was a bit crazy. But uh, the atmosphere is so fun in soccer. It really is. I was specifically talking about the offense and how much they actually convert to scoring those goals. There's not a lot of high games. Yeah, Jeremy Pena just got a single up the middle. And I believe that if the shift rule was not in play, he would not have got that hit. Mm -hmm. If they didn't ban the shift rule, he would have been out. Because they would have had three guys on that side of the field and you just can't do anymore. So, again, there's the more offense that you're talking about. Like, you're going to have stolen bases. The batting average will be up. People will be hitting over 300 this year. Awesome. And, look, you teach kids when they're young. And, and look, my daughter's in softball. You teach them to barrel up the bat and hit the ball on the barrel of the bat as hard as you can. You can do that, or last year at least, you could do that in the major leagues, but you're hitting it at five guys on one side of the field. And it's not you're going to be out. And that sucks. Like, you hit the, you hit the ball perfect. But there's seven guys on that side. That are gonna, so I actually like that's it. being eliminated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a change that, obviously. But then you have the stealing, too. And like that, said, okay. the, the so, steals are going to increase. <laughs> this is wild. You can only throw. Uh, I saw it happen today. You can only throw over first twice. So on the, if you did it twice, guess what? That dude's going. <laughs> you can't throw over there again. So it's almost a guaranteed stolen base. He can get a eight foot, ten foot lead off a of first and just take off on your first movement. 
Um, now, Kevin Anthony uh, put a really good point here on the comments saying that all these, or at least a pitch clock, should change during the postseason. Okay. I, 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 there, what he's talking about is building suspense. Mm-hmm. And that I understand that because it does get a little quick. Sometimes when the pitcher takes a minute, walks around, and in the playoffs, in the World Series especially. Now, <laughs> Kevin Anthony's talking about this because he's in Houston and a little jaded because you go to the playoffs every year <laughs> and, and you like to build that suspense and you, you just you can see your team. And it, it is fun being at those games and kind of like, you know, the suspense and building up, waiting on just one pitch. Um, I don't know if you can adjust it and say, okay, We'll give them three extra seconds, like uh, because some of those pitches and some of that stuff was taking five minutes to get through, you know, two pitches. That's ridiculous. That's a lot. It's just and I understand people's reservations right now on trying to adjust to this new game. But I think once it gets going and once you once you see the the results and see that it's not that bad, I think people will come around and like it. I I understand where he's coming from, though, as far as building suspense and drama in the playoffs. That's going to be different. I literally just want to have a a press conference with the Astros, with multiple teams, and this is just a hypothetical, but middle of the season and be like, hey, where do you stand? Or just at least looking at their numbers and saying, okay, this is decreasing their value of their pitches, or this is, or they're looking the same as they were last year, or their pitches increase or more strike in the strike zone more so you know I, I'm just curious how this really is going to play out they did test it out during the preseason and so they should be ready to go um yeah but it's a regular season now they're in there longer it's so I, I I'm interested to like you to see how like look stolen base boom done just like that you don't ever see stolen bases like this but they're everywhere now every game but I I, I am interested to see what the pitchers and the batters say about this for halfway well not even halfway a quarter way into the season mm-hmm. let's get let's get 20 25 30 games in and let's see what if if they say uh this sucks or if they're like eh, we might as well, i mean it's here so let's play with it they gotta find new things to do because there's a uh, superstitions about every little move that they make and if they take longer to get into the batter's box with whatever they do oh man well, <laughs> we'll let you know. We're here at Christian's Tailgate in Houston, Texas. Opening day sports with balls episode. I'm Jeff Michael. She is Lauren Leo. Look, guys, order your food for Christian's Tailgate. There's four different uh, locations here in Houston. Uh, if they're on Uber Eats or wherever you get your food from. It's packed out front. People are out there watching the game. They're ready to go. I couldn't find a spot to park. Tried backing in, and I'm like, <sighs> "Why well, was shoot. there?" First off, nobody was videotaping skinny. this. Hey, I just, I, I want to see the parallel parking. No, or, it, or is it just backing in? It was just backing in. Oh. So it's skinny little spots in the first in the first place. Okay, <laughs> then I back. I'm like, "Oh crap!" I finally aligned myself to go in, and it's on the car next to it is on the line. So I'm like no freaking way I can even do this. And I've already circled twice. So I'm like, I'm making the spot work. No, nope, I'm going to do it. So then I drive, I drive down the road park and then just walked here. I'm going to do a poll question on, on what our viewers, what type of car our viewers think that Lauren Leal drives. Oh, it's not that sexy. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm going to put it up. <clears throat> Look, you guys go follow us sports with balls on Twitter. Look, I Facebook, YouTube, uh, watch the show again. Listen to it on podcast version. I will put up a poll today or tomorrow on what kind of car Lauren Leal. Why? Why? I just want to know what they think. Like what? What? You know how you look at somebody and you're like, they drive that type of car. Why does that? I think it's interesting.
Well, like I you, look at someone and say, oh, what kind of animal do they have? They have a dog? What kind of dog? <laughs> they have a cat? Well, there you go. What is their color is their cat? Yeah. You're you're a cat and dog person, right? I'm an animal person. Yeah, you're an animal in yeah. general. All right. I, uh, have, I, w- I would have a horse if I could. Get your animal smell and the hair out of your car at Diamond Auto Spa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say I would smell like an animal. I was going to say, great. Yeah, man. It's an elite detailing company that offers only the best quality work and customer service. They specialize in detailing, paint corrections, ceramic coatings, paint uh, protection film, vinyl wraps, window tinting, and everything. We do not cut customers. We cut corners. Sorry, we detail them. Uh, Austin Bauer, go check it out. Go to diamondautospa.com or give him a shout at 346-319-5961. Get a reservation. Get your car done. Look, this is this is flown by. We didn't even get to half of what the stuff that I wanted to get to. I know that just means we got to save it. Yeah. We have our we have all our football stuff. Our Jalen, maybe we find out what's going to happen. Lamar with Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Hey, before I leave, I want to give a shout out to Caitlin Clark, this chick that that plays basketball for Iowa. My lord, I know a lot of y'all like 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 me don't pay attention to women's college basketball, but this chick is much must watch TV. She had a 40-point triple-double. That's incredible. And she drops uh, bombs from the logo. She's like Damian Lillard. It's un- This girl can play ball. Like, it's unbelievable. She plays for Iowa. She just won uh, the uh, the uh, uh, a big award for college basketball for females. It's unbelievable. Caitlin Clark for Iowa. She's must-watch TV. Absolutely. And, you know, so whenever I was looking her up, I was like, I wonder with the NIL deals what's going on. So she – Actually, last year, signed a deal with Nike. But before that, she was already drawing in $1 million from NIL. She's a beast. Like, that was before <laughs> signing with Nike. She is so, unbelievable. A 40-point triple-double. That's incredible. That's incredible. That, and this was in the uh, uh, Elite Eight. Like, it's, um, she, she's absolutely phenomenal to watch. Look, guys, we got to get out of here. I want to thank Christian's Tailgate. For having us here. I want to thank Diamond on the Spot for sponsoring the show as well. And Jeff, of course, what are you most looking forward to in this MLB season? Astros like okay honestly I think Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez have a good shot at MVP so Tucker played in the World Baseball Classic did amazing so I think Tucker like us Tucker and Alvarez could, could give MVP runs okay and that's that's going to be interesting and as far as the Astros are concerned how the pitching staff does without Verlander okay okay I like it I like it are uh, you excited for the final four you're going there right now right I guess Yes, I'm excited. Um, follow me on social media. I will be there. I'm giving you a sneak peek of what it's going to look like at FanFest at George R. Brown if you're going out there anytime this weekend. I will be there on Sunday if you guys want to post up. That's when all the country artists are going to be, and I may be in a room with one very well-known one. So it's going to be Keith Urban, Ooh. Tim McGraw, and Little Big Town that are performing on Sunday. Other artists like Little Nas X and uh, Reggie Miller? Reggie something. Um, Reggie uh, Miller. No, no, it might be Maggie <laughs> Miller or something like that. On Saturday, I'm like, yeah, not. No, we're not talking. Go about follow Lauren. Anyways, yeah. So we'll be out there. Are you going to Fan Fest or anything Final Four? No, uh, I will be at a comic and card convention Saturday morning. Uh, I have Fun. a I have a double header softball game tomorrow night, and then softball practice and baseball practice on Sunday. Is that like coffee and cars? Sort of, but uh, comic and like uh, long story. Well, we'll talk about it on Thursday. By the way, Masters starts next week. Tiger Woods. Um, we've got a big show lined up for you next week. Of course, we'll talk about the Final Four. What happened? Uh, we'll get into more stuff about baseball, the Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers situation. Maybe it's cleared up. Where who the Texans going to take it in the draft? 
We'll uh, we'll have it all for you next week. I'm Jeff Michael. She is Lauren Leal. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for paying attention. Bye, guys.